Welcome everyone to the Lumination Cinema Podcast. This is Chris Strong and I'm joined with Tyler W. Moore. Mr. Moore, I think we're going to be talking about uh, Mr. Stanley Kubrick today. That is right, Chris. And uh, just to go over the films we're going to be talking about, Spartacus, Dr. Strangelove, 2001 Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, The Shining, and Full Metal Jacket. And so with that, spoiler alert, this oh, whole yes. podcast is going to be spoiling just everything right here, because I know how much everybody, uh, you know, would love to watch the scene in Spartacus where by stands up and says, I'm Spartacus, now I'm Spartacus, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. Yes. Before we begin, uh, Tyler, you had a thing you wanted to do? Um, yeah, I I mean... Or talk about, I guess. We, yeah. we, we, kind of, we kind of, uh established that like your favorite director Spielberg and mine's mm-hmm. Tarantino but um Kubrick's definitely up there oh yeah and, definitely yeah and we we chose like you know when we were making our list of um you know directors we wanted to cover this was one of the ones I threw up there really fast because I, I um what I what I had seen of his work I absolutely loved they're some of my favorite movies and I really wanted to um check out some of the ones I hadn't seen or maybe wanted to give a second chance Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm really glad that we we did this, and uh, one of the one of the movies I hadn't seen was Spartacus, and let me tell you, while I love Stanley Kubrick, I fucking hate Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, well, let me let me just tell you something. Something if you don't like Spartacus, uh, and spoiler about. Ben Hur here for a second, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, you will not like Ben Hur because it is long as crap. Because you go from like, like basically the same kind of thing with Spartacus is, where it's like this long opening. Yeah. To the finale, and you're just like, and the finale is long. It's like <laughs> there's like this chariot race, and that's spoiled by the way. I guess not really. Yeah. It's like this chariot race in there. And it's long. <laughs> and after the straight race, there's something else that's long. Now, to defend Spartacus, though, I'm going to go and defend it right here. All right. It's it's absolutely uh, undefendable right here. Actually, I can't defend it. <laughs> I was talking about, I've been trying to, think, trying, to, trying to think of the way to defend this movie, but it's it's long. It's way too... It's it's three three hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, three, it's over three hours long. And it could have easily been two hours. But then Absolutely. again, would it have been the classic that it is now? I think it would have been more... I, I think it would probably hold up to a modern audience a little bit more if it were shorter. And like, and I don't want to like bash long movies, because I generally like longer movies, because they're taking time to um, you know, tell a story and develop characters. But, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say right now, um, Chris knows this already, and I, I I had to like stop the movie and ask his permission because ninety minutes in, I just told him I can't do this anymore. I can't watch <laughs> this fucking movie anymore. And um, it's like so like I I can I can forgive a movie for being really long, and I generally like longer movies, but it's the fact that they're like the characters are flat and boring, and like. And I feel like I can understand why people like it, for sure. But um, I'm I'm really just not into that period of history, and the movie was just 
a little too slow. And so for me, I just, I could not get into it. I really, really wanted to like it, but I just, I couldn't. Yeah, I gotcha. You just had no taste. Because there's something mm-hmm. in the movie that is now basically just like an icon, a very memorable thing, which is where uh, at the very end of the movie, well, not the very, very end, but pretty close to the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Douglas, who plays Spartacus, um, his his whole army gets defeated by the Roman Legion. Mm-hmm. And so at the very end, the uh, Legion says, all you people are here uh, will not be killed. Um, so long as you uh, tell us who Spartacus is and you'll all go back to slavery. But Spartacus is reserved for, is going to be reserved, for, uh, he's going to be killed uh, crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, this is like before uh, Christian times, by the way. So crucifixion kind of viewed as, I guess, is still like the great Roman way of killing people, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's awful. It's an awful way to die. <laughs> but um, what happens is, is that Kirk Douglas stands up before he can say, I'm Spartacus. One of the other guys uh, says, I'm Spartacus. And other people start, somebody says, no, I'm Spartacus. Right. Somebody stands up and says, I'm Spartacus. And everybody else starts standing up saying, I'm Spartacus. It's like this wonderful, wonderful scene. Yeah, it's, it's a good, the, it's a great, I've actually seen that scene before. Yeah, and... it's parody, like, all over, the, like, all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, if you ever see uh, Life of Brian, there's actually a parody in that. <laughs> that. <laughs> that's right, that's right, there was. <laughs> I'm Brian. No, I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Brian and so's wife. <laughs> or whatever it was, something, uh, so's husband or whatever it was, yeah. Um. Great, 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 great movie as well, by the way. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen that, sorry. I just spoiled a little bit of it. <laughs> okay, movie, though. Um, anyways, uh, that scene in particular is like one that's like everybody just points to as being one of the greatest uh, scenes in the movie, especially. I, you know what? And Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's a great scene. That's a great ending. And yeah. there are really good scenes in this movie. For like from the all, everything I saw, like a lot of the, um, the action scenes were really good. And, like, mm-hmm. really tense. And, and it says something to how tense they were because I didn't give a fuck about the characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I didn't care about Spartacus. He's flat and boring. Um, but, like, I was like, oh, man, I don't want him to... Li- I, I know he's not going to, like, get stabbed in the face of the trident, but, like, <laughs> I didn't want him to get stabbed in the face of the trident. <laughs> um, but there's one thing that's kind of interesting is that the, uh, the film kind of... I'm stealing this, by the way, from Wikipedia for a second. Okay. Uh, film par- uh, parallels 1950s American history, specifically the House Un-American Activities Community, which if you don't know what that is, that's like the community that people go to. And you had a couple of choices here. You can name names and say who's a communist and who is not. And you might, oh, may, right, or not be, right. may or may not be a blacklisted. And the uh, writer for this movie here uh, was actually blacklisted. Hmm. And the way that the blacklist ended was apparently John F. Kennedy crossed the picket line of the like these uh, anti-communist uh, protesters, crossed the line, went to go see the movie, and everybody else is like, I guess, president went to go see the movie, right? And the president's a, a democratic elected mm-hmm. person, so of course I'm gonna go see the movie as well. So that, so that just like ended the blacklist. Nice. Essentially, I pretty much killed that's that thing, the, that's which fantastic. was wonderful because because that was stupid. The blacklist is. The Blacklist was probably one of the darkest uh, points in yeah. film history. Also, it, it's it 
Yeah, actually, I can't think of anything else that probably rivals and, that so much. I mean, like, that was, like, and that, that was, like, a major, you know, thing in, like, sort of bringing the film yeah. industry down, like, from there on as well, until, um, like, sort of the, the blockbuster was invented. Yeah, pretty much. Um, if you look at, like, film history or whatever, um, I guess there's, like, a, a comparison, I suppose, if you don't understand this as well. Um, think of it, like, Seeing somebody like, uh, if you're a sports person, Shoeless Joe Jackson, who uh, was said to people like gambling on baseball games, they banned a ton of people from baseball, from uh, gambling and all sorts mm-hmm. of other activities that they were doing. Mm-hmm. You'll see, look, look at that, that kind of went that way. And then some people that were actually innocent, um, or people that may not, or questionable innocence, got banned anyway, just because somebody thought, well, they probably right. did it. Which is like, yeah. really? <laughs> is that is that really the? Yeah, is that really gonna be the thing? <laughs> it's it's really awful. It's it's uh, and that sort of thing happens all the, the time in like in just different in different ways. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we're veering off from the movie here. It's um, okay. The movie can be we can veer off the movie. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my notes uh, and see if there's anything. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to get the com- uh, communication here between you and I, just because the fact that you didn't get to see the entire movie. Because there's the very, very ending part of the movie is probably the part I really also wanted you to see with not only the Spartacus part, but it's the very, very ending part, where um, his wife comes to see him while he's up there on the cross being uh, mm-hmm. crucified, shows him his son, who and she tells him, "This is your son. He is free. He is born free. He is not nice. a slave." And it's just like. Oh, and like you like, kind of see like the the fact that he fought for all this right here, and he did. So, so even you know, even though like his... he's being crucified, he still he still won. Yeah, exactly. He still won, and so it's like he can die peacefully right. now. And it's just like oh, one of my notes just says so boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> my first few um, notes were like you know giving you know positive uh remarks on the movie and then like my first bad note was just boring <laughs> <laughs> oh. but uh i mean like uh, if there were like because a, a lot of times um there'll be like fan cuts of movies where they kind of chop it down like they do that with um like the lord of the not like the hobbit movies or whatever um, oh yeah. If there was, a, um, if there was like I've, a I've fan like... cut of Spartacus where it was just a bit shorter, I would probably enjoy it a bit more. Yeah. See, in other words, you need to go make a yeah. fan cut for you. <laughs> go, uh, <laughs> go make a watchable okay. version of Spartacus for me, Chris, and uh, then we can <laughs> we can take another <laughs> okay, we can take, take another shot at this. <laughs> here's here's how it's gonna go. Okay, it's gonna be like okay, here's the part where they break out and form their little army, and then like. There's a hard cut to the <laughs> final battle, <laughs> and it's gonna hard cut to I'm Spartacus, and it's gonna cut to like a hard cut to like him yeah. on the cross and dying. It's like three, it's a thirty minute movie. Great it's movie. great. Best short film I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I was watching, I was watching uh, Stanley Kubrick, A Life in Pictures, I believe it's called. Yes, um, yes. Great, great, great documentary, yes. by the way. Recommend. Watch that if you if interest interested that in yeah Kubrick sorry right. to you go ahead um and sorry. they were they were talking sorry. about how his involvement in Spartacus and how like he like this was I think one of the only movies where he was sort of a director for hire 
and like yeah. he was very disinterested in the film and i don't know maybe well apparently like kirk uh douglas had a lot more right, input in this right. film than uh than than their previous they both worked together on uh paths of glory Right, which is actually a very good movie, and I decided that Tyler should not watch Paths of Glory for this uh, podcast because I thought it was funny not having watched the movie. Because, <laughs> I mean, because people think of Kubrick, they think of, like, Spartacus comes to right. mind very quickly, though. Tells him one, Clockwork Orange, and Shining, probably yeah. instantaneously. So, it's also, we have to layer it down from, from like, oh, uh, wait, how many films he did? Like, like he did, like... Uh, yeah, ten yeah, films he, were the ones. Ten any. films from that. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, there was a ten-year gap between Full Metal Jacket and um, that Tom I, Cruise eyes, mishap. Eyes <laughs> you know, honestly, I would have rather talked about Eyes Wide. As I was watching um, Spartacus, I was like, I, I wish no. we did Eyes Wide Shut instead. <laughs> I really don't wish we did. We could have also done like uh, AI. I guess <laughs> yeah. technically speaking, we could have. All right. Um, I guess that's probably all I have, honestly, yeah. for Spartacus. Um, if you want to move on to Doctor Strange, I absolutely want which... to move on to Doctor Strange Love. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question about Doctor Strange Love. What is that movie about? <laughs> go ahead. No, no, just explain it to me. <laughs> okay, here we go. I can, I can, I can tell you what's about in four words. I had to count, by the way, just to make sure. All right. It is about sex. It literally is. The beginning of the film shows the airplane getting refueled, yeah. right? And the thing gets stuck inside the plane. And what's the ending? Oh my god. It's ex- Oh my god. Yes. It's a massive sex film. <laughs> you are welcome for that one. Nice. <laughs> it's literally the orgasm at the very yeah. end. With all the explosions of the atomic bombs. This film is... I'm going to go just throw it out there. This is my favorite Kubrick film. Mm. This is so... I love this movie so much. It's also one of my favorite uh, Peter Sellers films. Oh, If yes. you haven't watched Peter Sellers, what's wrong with you? Because <laughs> <laughs> he is fantastic. If you ever want to watch Peter Sellers, watch... I guess big example would be pink panther movies those are like right. just one of the most some of those fantastic thi- the, the things old in the ones. world the old ones not the steve martin ones oh yes are you right yeah sorry thank you for clarifying that by the Lamburger. way <laughs> like you have to watch like uh shot in the dark and then watch pink panther and just revenge all that stuff. it's all good stuff right um because peter sellers plays a bunch of different parts in this movie <laughs> and every single one of them is pure gold Oh yes, and he's very, like, very much you so. can you can tell when he's improvising because a lot of his role was uh, it was improvised. Yeah. Um. You you can you can just tell because those are the best parts of the film. I love the parts where he's talking to himself. <laughs> I I love that. It's like he's Doctor Strange playing also the president of the United States. Yeah. It's just like. Going like going back and forth, they're talking to. It's like what? I, I think my my two favorite parts of the film, and maybe we should kind of talk about what the film is. Um, really, it's quick. a massive sex. It's I just told you it's a massive sex movie. We <laughs> on, just, I just on on, a, on the surface level, the film is about um, basically a um, a higher up in the military goes insane and sort of makes uh 
makes these people think that the Russians are going to attack them. So he sends them out, uh, sends a bunch of our troops out to bomb the Russians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which with this, like this cowboy, uh, guy that's like the, uh, the lead on one of the bombers. Right. <laughs> he is, he's probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie as well. He's like, yeah. he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like in the first, like, I want to say like the first 30 minutes to an hour of this, like the, the first act of the movie is like, it's not, a, it does not feel like a comedy. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's a, it's a total drama. Like, you know, but even then there's like, there's like these lines yeah. where, the um crap his general right yeah his general yeah. is talking to sellers and he's just like yeah. uh have you ever seen a communist drink that, water that's, that's later on that's later on oh, is that really yeah, I, yeah. I had that in my it's mind like, it was it's like, like in okay. the second or third act but like um yeah like the, 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 fir- the it's first like, it's like that transition i guess the first act is um like you're wondering like could this happen like this, no, this and is horrible. that's why the movie does a great job like saying this could not happen right but we're gonna show it anyways, right. and it's funny, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> yeah, so go go to the description. Sorry, kind of interrupted you. But yeah, like so from like but but from then on, like everything like everything gets so insane to the point where, <laughs> like, like it's so satirical of the time of the time that was like happening when the movie <laughs> came out, and. It's it's just so fantastic. Um, my definitely my favorite parts are where um, uh, Peter Sellers as the president is, oh, is yeah. talking to the um, uh-huh. the uh, the uh, Russian. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's obviously like a one sided conversation. Peter Sellers is just like improvising the entire yeah <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> well, well, something. Uh, uh, something kind of silly happened, <laughs> Dimitri. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, I, I, I'm just as sorry as you are. <laughs> no, I'm very capable of being as sorry as you are. We both agree that we're both just as sorry as each other. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I mean, uh, I think, I think one of my favorite things this movie also is like, uh, George C. Scott. Yes. Where, like, um, one of my favorite movies with George C. Scott is, like, uh, Patton. So I go from, like, watching him with, like, the serious Patton. Yeah, movie, yeah. Just, like, this, like, uh, <laughs> this part here where he's fighting the ambassador. And Peter says, like, gentlemen, you can't fight here. It's the war room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, you brought it up earlier. Probably my other favorite um, part of the film is where whenever uh, the... Uh, I believe it's like Colonel Jack D. Ripper mm-hmm. <laughs> is explaining <laughs> his like yes. problem with the communists. <laughs> Tell me, have you Remember, ever seen started... a communist drink water? <laughs> it starts off with him like talking about like how uh, he first noticed this problem after he couldn't uh, after the... produce sort of <laughs> after uh, the physical act of love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, have you ever heard yeah. of fluoridation of water? <laughs> Which, by the way, if you actually believe... You're stupid. Just I can't... I'll just, I won't even... Oh, and, and, and that persists, by the way. People still uh, think that's a thing. <laughs> I worked with a guy who... Actually, you know what? 
I'm gonna save a story for 2001 because it involves 2001 a little more. So I'm just gonna wait for that one. Just let remind me about the crazy guy I work okay, with. The crazy guy. Cause... I work. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. Have you ever noticed? Want to hold this one. Have you ever noticed that I only drink distilled water? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, yes, I, uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie actually had a uh, an alternate ending for it. Which I don't know if you've ever heard about. I I believe I've heard that it has an alternate alternate ending, but I cannot remember what it was. So do explain. It was um, a pie fight breaks out. Oh, that's right. In the war room. Yeah. Which was odd, I guess. It's kind of funny. It's still funny. It's just that I love the ending that it has right now a lot more. You know. I I do. It, it makes. I do feel like I can tell that there was there was another ending planned because, like, it feels. Like this ends very abruptly. It just yeah, which I I, I thought that was it. It, the best, it put me off a little bit. And I thought like I thought really? maybe my um um DVD had skipped or something. Oh no, I, I thought it was like kind of cool. It was like um, but it, it makes sense that, stylistically. That's why Atomic Bomb right there works. Is like yeah. all of a sudden your life just ends abruptly. Yeah, you, yeah they wouldn't <laughs> see it coming. Yeah, and they're just like um, because <laughs> you're discussing about not having a cave cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole time they're talking about, um, like, not having, uh, like, you know, whatever, like, a, a nuclear bomb the, gap. Oh, yeah, the, the doomsday. The doomsday uh, device gap. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, right. it, just, it just, like, everything. They can't have a gap between anything. Yeah. Well, we can't have a cave gap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, uh, Peter Sellers is Dr. Strangelove when he's, uh, has an alien hand syndrome yeah, where he's, like, yeah. keeps saluting, keeps doing a Nazi salute. <laughs> he keeps ca- calling the president mein Führer. Yeah. And at the very end, he stands up, and it's just like, mein Führer, I can walk. And I don't know what it is that that, that Santa just makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. Just, like, even though it's not that humorous of a line. Right. It's, like, I think the way, like, he just says it is just, yeah. like, so funny. Yeah. So... I don't know. That guy was, uh, that guy was a treasure. That right absolutely. Peter Sellers. Absolutely. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, uh, Slim Pickens. By the way, is the which is a great name for the is actually the name of the guy that plays the uh, the cowboy. Yeah. Uh, major. Yeah. He's like in the plane where he's gonna drop the bomb. Um, the part where he's writing the bomb down to the ground, like, going, yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> this movie has, like, and the thing is, like, that mo- that part that makes so much sense, because the movie has now devolved into that. Yeah. Like, it, it does the thing where, like, it goes from, like, serious movie, like, you know, uh, Tom Clancy serious to, like, airplane. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like, much. <laughs> um, I don't know, it, it's, it's definitely my favorite Kubrick film mm. it's uh one of the ones I can just like just watch over again it's like oh, this is good to, I'll just watch this again why not absolutely it, it's, 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 it's definitely like, it's, up there for me but not my favorite yeah it, it's one of those also it's like not too long not too short it's like that that right oh lead. yes and it's just like okay this is like Dr. Strangelove and The Shining are like the two that I feel like they're like the right length mm-hmm. of movie yeah like, there wasn't a part in either one of those two movies where it's, like, that's boring. Right. Of course, I'll get so I'll reserve the rest of that, by the way, for the Shining yeah. uh, portion of this mm-hmm. podcast. Absolutely. Which yeah. uh, leads us to... Or, or, do, you, do you think we're, we're done talking about Dr. Strangelove? Or do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, you know, 
Not really. No, I, I think I mean, we pretty it, much it just, covered it. Yeah, it, it's a great movie. Definitely, definitely one of the ones you got to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Speaking of long and boring, <laughs> uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's not true, by the way. Um, when I first watched it, it was long and boring. The second time I watched it, it was just long and okay. The third time I watched it, which I did watch it last week because I decided I'll just go ahead and, oh, yeah? you know, I'm a masochist. Okay. Uh, actually, this is a great movie. Yeah, okay. I had okay. no issue with it. You see, because um, yeah. like, I, I, I had seen it once before several years ago. And I absolutely hated it. I thought it was the most boring movie I'd ever seen. I thought it was the most pretentious yep. piece of shit I'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down there. I mean, I I, I liked, and I, I've always like I've always liked the stuff with Hal because it's a normal narrative. Um, mm-hmm. But I um I, I didn't felt feel like that saved the film in any way. I felt like there was just so much like. Um, it, it, it was just so pretentious that it like it totally washed that out. The second time I watched it, I I definitely kind of I, I wanted to like appreciate it everything else a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I would say like this could be a perfect movie if you cut out the beginning with um, uh, the the monkey men. No, 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 no. That's actually one of the parts I love about this movie. Oh yeah, is that it starts off showing because uh, it's that's a great like showing like like where we started I, and where we. I we do are. get it. I get it, but like it's also like what thirty minutes long. So I mean, like if that that's probably one thing where I I could say like if that were like a five to, cut down, a five to ten minute prologue, that would it would be a perfect like symbolism type thing, but. Um, because it you know it definitely shows like how far we've how far, um, humans had come, mm-hmm. um, sort of like the nature of man. Like there there's there's lots to it, and I feel like I feel like as a short film, like that first bit would be really interesting, mm-hmm. but like I feel like if we're talking about like a concise movie, if it just if we if like that was skipped and then pretty much right after the Hal stuff ends that would be a perfect movie but um I mean like I but yeah I mean if that were cut down I would like it a lot more but it's just the fact that it takes so long and I had to kind of I felt like I had to sit through it Mm, okay that's fair enough yeah um Um, I I like I like the intensity though in it oh absolutely yeah you know like they uh like all of a sudden they realize, hey, this bone is actually something I can just like clobber somebody right, with. Right, right. And I, and I, okay, I, I can do that. I, I, I understood everything in it, and I yeah. like when things were happening, that's when I was enjoying it. But then like there would be stretches of like just it would be five minutes of just ape gibberish, <laughs> yeah. and I, I that's where I kind of thought that like okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> at least though it wasn't like star wars holiday special bad where like with like the the wookies talking yeah. like, like an hour and you're like all right <laughs> like this, <laughs> this, this is movie. gonna become something else right <laughs> <laughs> like nope nope probably not <laughs> it's just wookies talking okay yep. that's great yep 
It's wonderful. Um, if you never watch the Star Wars Holly special, don't. Yeah. You, no, never. I, I promise you. I <laughs> promise you, Star Wars fans out there, you don't have to watch it. It's not a rite of passage. You do not have to see the, I. It might be like some like, horrible cult that nobody would ever want to join, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... It's just not like, like, like a Star Wars-related cult. cult. They just like... It's just like... <laughs> that, like... <laughs> That'd be like a frat house, like, um, yeah. <laughs> initiation. You have to watch the Star Wars oh, Holiday no. Special. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, they're like, oh, please, sir, may I have another or whatever? And it's like, no, no, yeah, <laughs> no, another. no, please, no. <laughs> um, there's, there's a, uh, I keep bringing up parodies, because a, a lot of people parody, uh, Kubrick stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel Brooks did a, did a fantastic parody of this in, uh, History of the World Part 1. Mm. Um... Which I guess I shouldn't spoil. I suppose just go watch History World Part One. That's a great movie. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, Mel Brooks later on. By the way, mm-hmm. that'll be a nice little podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot more laughter I think uh, in that one yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Full Metal Jacket was kind of hilarious. I thought <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a great humor piece about the. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, um, okay, but let's see. I'm looking at my notes now, and it, yeah, it says uh, music is great, cinematography is great, ape gibberish is getting old. <laughs> <laughs> my, my notes actually consist of um, great movie until you get to the part with the light show. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where it's like so, okay, yeah, it's like it's a great part. It's just that it's a great part that that like is overstates welcome. Right. Well, here's it's, like, it's like that friend that comes over that you just really, really like to hang out with. Yeah. And you're like, man, this guy's great. And it's like 5 a.m. You're like, um, I, I gotta go Dude, to bed. Dude, I, I have to get up in two hours. <laughs> but he's like, he's like still playing your Xbox. And you're just like, do I turn off the Xbox? Or do I like let him keep playing and go to bed myself? Or like, what do I do here in this situation? But, <laughs> like, you still want to be friends with the guy, but you're just like, you go home. Yeah. Um, so speaking <laughs> of my home. notes, and like, what I, what I, I kind of brought this up earlier. But, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, my last note was ending is retarded. <laughs> it's, let's, let's, and like, okay, it's, again, let's, 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 again, it's another thing where I get it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I was sitting there and saying, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And like, like when, uh, God, it, it just, it, it just, uh, it overstates its welcome, just like you said. And by the yeah. time, like the, the stupid fetus is flying around in space, I was, <laughs> I was flipping. I was flipping off the screen, <laughs> just like end, please end. All right, and in here, by the way, is where my appreciation of this film comes from. Well, I guess a lot more is that they made a movie called 2010, mm-hmm. the year we made contact, which is a fantastic movie, which I'll not spoil in this podcast. I suggest if you watch 2001, go watch 2010 because 2010 explains everything that happens in 2001. Like and you're like, why is there a, a fetus uh, flying through the air or whatever? Why is you know this that the other thing? It explains everything. Why did Hal go crazy? It explains everything right. that happens, and it's great. It's a great movie. I feel like <clears throat> I feel it like has a lot more. It's not. It's not like pretentiously like artsy fartsy. Right. It's actually as a dialogue. There's actually like stuff that happens in the movie, yeah. not just like. And, and you know, people talk about ugh. how. Um... Uh, 2001 was like trying to change the form of filmmaking but like I, I always found it weird because 
the the stuff with Hal is sort of a normal narrative, and then it kind of breaks off on all the other parts. Yeah. And I, I've always liked that stuff a lot better, and I feel like that alone is probably like just that segment alone is probably one of the best sci-fi movies of all time Mm, yeah i mean the like the intensity that Mm -hmm. builds to like where um where uh uh bowman is taking hal offline oh my god i'm sitting there just like it's like going you know i'm just waiting for like you know something to happen to bowman the entire time just like okay i was convinced that Hal is gonna like stop him before he got all the way to deactivating him. Yeah, and just like, what, is he going to do anything weird? <laughs> I, I, you, you know, I wasn't thinking that. But, um, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. But like, we we've talked about how it, like in all of these, I think almost all of these movies except for Strange Love, how there's something that like, or like when something goes on for a long time, we just we really want them to make it more concise. But I think that like Hal's death scene is like an example of you know dragging it out in a good way cuz it's just yeah. it's so intense and mm-hmm. like you know you're you're when when he goes in there to do it you're you're just thinking all right yeah let's let's take this this computer out yeah and then this psycho thing out right now right and then like as he's just slowly bringing out all those modules and like Hal's voice is slowly fading and he like kind of mm-hmm. reverts back to his factory settings it becomes sad i was about to say yeah it comes so depressing cause, like he starts singing the song uh daisy bell yeah and it's just like oh you poor you poor psychotic yeah. computer <laughs> but like it, it's like it's almost like um, because you know you're you're thinking of him as a computer like a, a computer program gone wrong, but at the same time, yeah. like you can like but when that's happening, you can kind of feel his life being sucked away. Yeah, it's like it's just like slowly dying. You're just like oh yeah yeah. Ugh. It's such a great scene. And then you go on to like, Bowman like, going through the whatever going going <laughs> to a different dimension or whatever like, even though it does not clearly state that he's going to a di- yeah this whole movie is kind of like when those like you gotta interpret it or whatever yeah and yeah um there's actually, there's actually this interpretation and it's really kind of creepy um i don't know if you ever heard of the uh um <laughs> the oh god i can't remember what the name of it exactly is called basically look at it look at any film and see like the uh, gay undertones oh god <laughs> And apparently there's, like, a gay undertone between a Hal and Bowman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it's stupid. And it makes... It's really weird. <laughs> um, uh. But, like, I think... I believe it was Arthur C. Clarke who had said, um, oh, if you understand everything in 2001 A Space Odyssey, we didn't do our job right. And I just want to say, No! <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. that's not how that's not how things should work. Yeah. That's that's like the Nolan um uh way of thinking. Like oh if, if you just uh leave the the top spinning in the movies people will like it, it's 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 so dumb. It's just no it's like it's just lack of writing. <laughs> Yeah, probably the one um, part of Pulp Fiction that I don't like 
is the what's in the what's in the case and like tarantino never like meant it as that sort of um he he, he meant it as an ambiguous thing like it could be it could be whatever you want in there it's just something valuable but I like go on record also by saying that i disagree with you completely that's okay but like um <laughs> it, like ambiguity's fine but like uh here here's this here's this vague thing make it up yourself is probably the laziest form of writing that is that has ever been done yeah and i hate um, that shit i can i'm going to interpret by the way a little bit for you uh Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna interpret it for you. Go watch, go watch 2010 Space Out. Hey, uh, year we make contact. Yeah, there you go. Just go watch that. I, I feel like they'll interpret everything for you. Right, right. Um, and that movie, by the way, um, was actually apparently made with the blessing of yes. Kubrick and Clark. So that's why that's why the director says at least that's why he made it was like he wanted to continue the story. And the uh, Clark had actually written four books: 2001, 2010, 2061. And three thousand one, yeah, which are all fantastic books. F- funny um, story, you... by the way. Um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> they they had uh they had the two thousand one novelization, um in my uh homeroom like my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. and like just to bore people, I would <laughs> I would just read a chapter out of it every once in a while out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like Tyler please stop please stop this oh. <laughs> and then the monkey man threw a bone <laughs> uh, okay um I just remember something by the way I have a story to tell mm. of my, of my yes. uh, co-worker this will probably that, well, be the last or actually um I have something to this, say this. This, this is gonna lead into by the way what you're about to say I know exactly what you're about to say so let me just lead into it if I may okay so my coworker uh, believes that they're the fluoride in our water keeps us is going to make us like infertile and can't right. control us with the government blah, blah blah. He also believes a very interesting thing, which is that um, Stanley Kubrick moon directed landing. the moon landing. Yep. <sighs> okay, this is a PSA for everybody listening right now. If you know somebody, or you are that somebody that believes Stanley Kubrick <laughs> directed the stupid moon landing, please turn this thing off, turn the podcast off, walk outside, find that, find that closest cliff you could possibly find, and jump off. Go and just, just jump off the cliff. Do us all a favor, jump off the cliff. Oh, but but Chris, uh, but Chris, I, to, I saw I saw a documentary one time about how there's a bunch of about how there's a bunch of things in the, the Shining that uh, hint that Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing. Fuck you. <laughs> there's actually, I believe I I didn't look this up properly. Sorry. Um, there, I believe there's like two documentaries about this. One that's a satire. And it even like says it's a satire about this idea. Yeah. Where it's like there's even like take it takes people like out of context and all whatever stuff like that. <clears throat> and then there's another documentary that's like the serious like one that came out uh, not too too yeah, long it's, ago. Yeah, it's called Room Something Something. I can't. It, it was the number. Room, yeah, it's Room uh, Two Thirty Seven. I believe I so. That it's it's the one that was like the uh, the one that uh the guy told the little kid not to go into in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he went there anyways. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for The Shining. Oh my Sorry. god, we're talking about The Shining right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess to wrap up 2001, 
Um, uh, Kubert did not, did not direct this new landing because it had been a lot longer. Yeah, the moon landing's it. really short and concise. Do, do you really think that Stanley Kubrick <laughs> directed the moon landing? Uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, prob- 2001 probably has some of the best practical effects I've ever seen in a film. Um, yeah. It had, it had a pretty damn close representation of the earth before we knew what the earth looked like from space yes and that was something i didn't think about till after that was a documentary right that was in the yeah yeah i I, I had already known that but like and i was thinking i was like this movie came out oh crap yeah it would come out right before uh we actually had actual good pictures of earth right it it was during the the outside of it but like yeah but we didn't actually have like actual good pictures of we had like crappy you know pictures of it you know just like this is a fully colored um, kind of accurate picture of Earth because it actually does have the clouds. The yeah, it's got the fact that it has a blue atmosphere and right. everything else like that going on for it. So yeah, the only thing the and, only thing that's like really wrong about it is that you can't really like see the continents on there or anything. Yes, and that was the one issue because like the belief would have been that you can't see it through all the, all the clouds atmosphere and the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Or, well, the atmosphere itself was like clouding up the entire uh, right, right. The mass the. Continental that, masses, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I meant. Yeah, and it's it, it's just, it's a very interesting thing. It's like a one of those things that if you're really really interested in uh, space or sci-fi stuff, like 2001 is definitely one of the ones that you just gotta watch. Yeah, and yes, it might be kind of boring, but you're going to appreciate it on the fifth watch. <laughs> so, <laughs> but by the way, and watch the watch this movie five times in a row, and. You will love the light show at the very end of the movie, I'm sure. It's like, oh, I love this movie. The, the light, I mean, it's, the it's, light show is a really cool effect, but it's, it's just the fact that it overstays oh, yeah, its yeah. It's, by the way, if you're wondering, it's 161 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. Uh, the, it does, the theatrical... and it does feel, feel its length. <laughs> it feels like 159 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's going to be all for this part. Uh, stay tuned for part two where we talk about Clockwork Orange, The Shining, and Full Metal Jacket. All right. listening to the illumination cinema movie podcast be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more for updates on this show and our other projects check out illuminationcinema.com 